and welcome to the third episode of the Back of the Net podcast by the Weymouth Street Massive. Please remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow the podcast on Spotify and on Apple. Hello and welcome, it's Ben here of the Weymouth Street Massive and I've got with me today Liam for our Back of the Net podcast, another episode, another month and we're following up our podcast with David Perry, Chairman of Warminster Town with Another man at the heart of this club. Uh, it's our captain, Ian Jeffrey. It's great to have you with us. Yeah, it's nice to be here, mate. It's good. So we're going to be talking about a number of things in our podcast today. We're going to talk about uh, Ian's first year here at Warminster, um, how that's been. And then we'll be looking at his time at other clubs around the county um, before talking about supporting Aston Villa. Unfortunately for me. Well, we brought along uh, Liam as he's... Our, our resident expert at the Weymouth Street Massive on the Villa. Um, <laughs> before we talk about this season and what next season entails, 2022-2023. And then we'll finish with our usual football chat, asking all the important questions um, and getting your opinion on those. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we really be looking forward to this one. Um, we've got to know you throughout this year, playing for the uh, club. Um, you sent back by trade. Well, no, to be fair, all my career I played left back, so um, oh. it's a bit out of my comfort zone, but I really enjoy playing there now. Um, getting a little bit older, I've got the legs like we used to, <laughs> so centre half really does suit me, to be honest. Oh, we, I mean, we can tell any difference. We, we've uh, we've enjoyed watching your uh, partnership with uh, uh, John at the back. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's getting on really well anyway. He's one of my best mates at the football club, so um, that obviously helps when you play alongside each other week in, week out. It, and it's great to see. Um, and, and we just really wanted to know. I mean, it's the question since we've been here. We know it's your, your first season at, at Warminster. How, how did signing on for Warminster come about? Well, I've actually been here um, a couple of seasons now. So um, this is actually my second season, I think. Second full season. Um, basically, I was at Melchon before I came here. And um, I sort of fell out of love with football a little bit. Um and then Ryan Baggs, who was here before, messaged me and said, well, you come over to Warminster and just get back to enjoying your football again. So um, it was a no-brainer for me to come over. Um, I sort of knew Krabby anyway. So, um, yeah, it was um, it fitted me and I was glad I joined. And, yeah, no looking back, really. Oh, that's, that's, that's brilliant. That's what we, we like about uh, football is when we can have those yeah. uh, relationships with people at, at clubs and you to enjoy playing again. Yeah, that's what it's all about. If you're not enjoying your football, you're never going to perform to your best or whatever. So um, it's so important to enjoy your football, um, especially at grand old age of 32. So, um, yeah, it's good. Uh, and what, what attracts you to a, to a, to a club like Warminster? I think having people like you and Liam here um, doing these vlogs and stuff, I think... That's important for the community as well, and having local people here, and you get a good crowd every week here, 150, 200, um, yeah, that's all you want to do, you want to play in front of people, you don't want to just be in front of a man and a dog, um, so yeah, that's important, and I just like the the chairman's brilliant bloke, and Krabby, and just got nice people at the football club, and that makes you want to be here. Just quickly, what was it like playing in front of 650 people? On Saturday, yeah, it was. Um, do you know what? I I love that. I love playing in front of a lot of people, so it was no problem for me. Obviously, 
if you're not used to it, it is a bit of a, it is a bit nervous. Um, you can get a bit nervous, but luckily I've played it in front of quite a few people um, quite regularly in my time at Malcolm and stuff like that. So it does prepare you for stuff like that. But I know some of the lads have never played in front of that. So um, yeah, it was hard. It was hard on the players, but um, I thought they did fine anyway. So um, yeah, all good. Yeah, I mean, it was experience for for us too. Yeah. Uh, you know, this this season, it was definitely by far our largest. Yeah, never seen a crowd like this. No, it's brilliant, though, isn't it? You know, seeing so many people here, and it's, it sends almost like a statement. Yeah, it's definitely. You can get a crowd of you know six hundred fifty. Yeah, out there. Yeah, that's no, brilliant. Really good for the football club as well, with the people at the bar and all that <laughs> money <laughs> money you make from that. So you can't complain, really. No, no, not not at all. Um, and of course. You're our, our club captain for this season. Um, how did you find out about being club captain? Was that discussed? So, yeah, this is my first season as captain. Um, Grubby basically said to me in the figures in the summer. No, actually, it's my second season, sorry, as captain. He said to me about it and just said, do you fancy doing it? And it was a no-brainer for me. I've been at Westbury and I was captain a couple of times there. Malksham, I was captain a few times, so... I'm sort of used to the role, and I think where I'm quite vocal anyway, it sort of, <laughs> it sort of suit, suits me being captain anyway. So, um, yeah, I see myself as a leader on, on and off the pitch without having the armband, but having the armband's a real honour, especially to be captain of this football club and with such fantastic lads to captain. Yeah, no, without a doubt. And I mean, we, if there's one poor voice we can always hear on the pitch, it's, it's always yours. yours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, we, we, in fact, we've been kicking ourselves the last couple of weeks. We, we didn't create a game. Jeff has been for just for a, a game for the season. Yeah. Uh, a funny, funny little thing. Maybe we'll do it next season. Who knows? Um, Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it feels right after a season of, of highs and lows to, mm. to ask you: Is there a standout moment for you? What the high of this season? Yeah. I think. Funnily enough, I think it was going to Walton and beating them um, at their place yeah. after they beat us. Yeah, I think early on in the season I was injured at the time, but I think they scored last minute to win the game. Yeah, they scored two in the last ten That's minutes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, I think going there and beating them was pretty much the highlight, I reckon. For me, it was one of probably the best defensive quarters of yeah. the season. Yeah, I thought we played really well on the, on the evening as well. So, yeah, that was probably the best, and obviously the lowest was... Unfortunately, on Saturday, yeah. but um, that didn't take anything away from what the boys have done this season. Um, couldn't be more proud of all of them and the coaching staff that turn up every week, and you guys that turn up. I was really gutted for people like you and Crabby, and that. that's why I was quite emotional after the game because that meant a lot to them and obviously to us a lot as well. But I wanted to do it for people like the chairman and that. So um, yeah, it was. It was a hard one to take Saturday, but we've got to move on quickly and um, have a nice time away from football now, yeah. which is really important for all of us to get away and enjoy our time with our families and that, and then um, come back pre-season and hit the ground running yeah. and um, get back on it again. Oh, I mean, for for us, it, it was it was a, definitely a, a difficult day, but yeah, I think that doesn't take anything away. From no, the season was a whole. I think just getting to the playoff final in general. Yeah. Huge I mean, if you said to us at the start of the season you're going to make playoff final, yeah. a lot of people would have laughed. Like, hey, but maybe not just playoff final, just second. Yeah, just get finishing second. Yeah. 
because on other seasons that gets you promoted. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean. So um, yeah, it was a great achievement to get runners up. So um, yeah, don't take anything away from what happened on Saturday. Yeah, I mean that, that answers my next question. Was there was there a belief necessarily for a push for promotion? I think when you, I think at the start of the season, I'd say top six was probably our aim. But when you looked around what ability we had in the squads quite early on in the season, you could realise that, yeah, we should be pushing for promotion. And I've already said to the lads in the change room after, we're not going for runners-up or third place or fourth place next season, going to win that league and um, go up automatic. That'll be the plan. And everybody will know that when we start pre-season. So that's the big aim for next season. Does, does this season seem more incredible when you consider Sherborne, Wilton, and Wincanton had those long unbeaten yeah. games? Yeah, definitely. Second place um, yeah, exactly that. Um, those three other sides are very good sides. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure that Wilton and Sherborne will do fine in the league above. Um, they've both got very strong squads, and I'm sure they'll be fine. And actually, they've got some nice lads on both sides. So I wish them all the best in the um, coming season. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll certainly look at uh, trying to attempt some of their games and yeah. see how they do. Um, uh, I mean, I, but I'm really looking forward to, to, to what we can do here next, next season because I, after watching this, season, I'm, I'm optimistic, certainly. Uh, exactly the same, mate. <laughs> I can't wait for next season to start to be honest. Just <laughs> no, get, get back into really it again and um, get this club promoted and into step five, which is the least it deserves to be. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, and, and I mean, we, 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 we talked about it previously, just, just in passing, but um, your, your shout, your, your, game, your game, e-game voice is something to behold, um, quite often featuring on the vlog. Um <laughs> Was that a part of your game from the, from the beginning or something you've yeah. developed over the course of the I mean, season? I've always been one of them that just shouts off the cuff, really. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's just a bit of a laugh, really. I think football's taken quite seriously, so if you can take a bit of a laugh and a joke as you're playing on three o'clock on the Saturday, then come up with the shouts and um, so be it. Yeah, it's all part of the fun. I mean, we 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 fully fully enjoyed it. I mean, some of them have become uh, uh, great great laughs of uh, the yeah. group chat uh, talk, uh, without a doubt. So you, know, you you bring a smile to our face, um, when, when and that's what it's all day. about. At the end of the day, if I can bring a smile to a couple of people's faces, then um, I'll happily carry on with those shows. And that brings us you know, wonderfully into uh, playing for 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 other clubs. So. Yeah. Yeah, we've got. I've got my list here, and that you've uh, added to that um, prior to starting the podcast. So mm-hmm. we've paid for the likes of Westbury, Melksham, Bradstock. Uh, yeah, names that people around uh, in the local area will be synonymous with and, yeah. and know of. Um, but where does your footballing career start? How does that come about? So, what as a youth player as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I started off at um, a little club called. Mountain Park, it was like a youth setup, um, and then I went to got picked up about seven years old to go and play for Shaw Whitley, which is another little club, and then about I think I was eight or nine, I got picked up for Southampton and played for them for uh, I think it was a couple couple years, mm. um, played alongside Gareth Bale um, <laughs> and Nathan Dyer actually, 
um, who won the Premier League with Leicester. So yeah, I had a couple of seasons there, um, and then unfortunately got um, wasn't very well uh, mentally, and left left the football club um, by my own by my own consent basically, um, and then just went back to playing local football again. Played for Shaw Whitley and yeah, and then played for Malksham, Made my um, Western League debut at the age of seventeen, I think it is. Wow. Um, yeah, and then played there for God no, nine, eight, nine seasons. Uh, made over two hundred appearances for the football club, and then um, left there and went to Radstock for a couple of seasons. Um, and then Westbury got promoted in my last season at Radstock. We finished fourth, I think it was, and then got approached to go to Westbury in the Western League Prem. And I went and played there for a season. And then moved on again and went back to Malksham and played in the Southern League for a couple of games. Didn't quite work out, but again, nothing to do with the football club. Just um, wasn't enjoying my time there. So then moved on to Warminster and haven't looked back from here, really. Um, and seen myself as staying here for the rest of my um, rest of my time. I mean, that's, that's a quite, quite incredible. Uh, and it's awesome to hear about those... Those journeys, but also the, the hurdles that you've overcome yeah, to definitely. be able to play at th- this level. Uh, and, and I mean, we've already I've talked about uh, Melbourne, but yeah. playing for a, for a, your, you know, your local club, how, how how does that feel being able to represent them on the pitch? Um, yeah, um, yes. Yeah, I mean, as a local lad, there's nothing better than representing your um, local football team. And uh, seeing so many people come and watch you on a Saturday, really, when you have hard days at work through the week, you really look forward to that moment where you get out there and uh, let off some steam, so to speak. So yeah, it's good. Oh, I mean, that's, that's brilliant. That's what that's what we love about uh, football. You know, particularly we, we see uh, Braden coming out on the, the pitch at, at six, 16, 17 years old. Scary. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> playing playing for you know, his local side. That's that's. Um, Sure, he'll become a local hero here. <laughs> Definitely, if not, yeah, I agree. If not, higher level. Yeah, I could, I could see him quite easily in a few years' time playing Southern League. And why not be here? You know, no, we, yeah. if we make the steps right and um, get things right off on and off the pitch, I can't see why in I don't know five, six seasons' time we can't be pushing to be Southern League football club. We've definitely got the squad and you know the club now for it. Yeah, I think so. And we've got a fantastic chairman that is always looking to move on yeah. with yeah. the football club. So um, why not go and uh, reach for the heights, so to speak? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're certainly looking forward to it. Um, and what what this this close club can achieve, and you know, we've seen it with the with the likes of, of Melksham and now Westbury uh, very recently. Uh, Make that that step. How does yeah. it feel to see clubs that you, you've played for being a part of their story make that next step? Yeah, I think it's brilliant, really. Any, any local side, I I'll support and want them to do well because it's important that Wiltshire has that. You know, teams that are going higher standards. Um, what um, I'm quite close to a lot of the Westbury lads, and what they're doing over there is unbelievable. And um, they should get all the praise in the world. Um, one of my best mates is the manager there, Ricky Holbert. 
he's done a fantastic job and I know they want to keep pushing so um, again I wish them all the best and same for Malcham Malcham I've lived um, there for about 26 years now so obviously I want them to do well and always look for both of their results on a Saturday at 5 o'clock it's similar stories with, with, with us and Andy. We've both got clubs, I'd say, that we, we follow just because of connections that we've made with mm-hmm. individuals and uh, uh, just players around the club. And that's a joy to see other teams doing well. Yeah, that's it's certainly good for you know the local area. Local clubs do really, really well. Yeah, yeah, it's important. So um, that's good, really good. Uh, and and we've asked whether there's a funny fumbling story that you can you can. Anecdote, anecdote you know what? Well. I was thinking about this. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can come up with anything at the moment, but um, I'm sure if I come come back on the vlog, I'll think of something. Yeah. Think of something for you. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I can't yeah. think of anything at the moment. Oh, it's all right. We, I mean, we've, we've put a <laughs> probably all with me involved. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and is is there a, a standout moment in overall your career, not just time at Warminster? Yeah, um, probably at Malksham in the Wiltshire Senior Cup final, we um, played Salisbury City, and um, that was in, actually in front of similar crowd to what was on here on Saturday. I think there was about 800 that day at Chipman Town, and um, yeah, they had all their first team out. It was a Wednesday night. Remember it like yesterday, basically. And we beat them 1-0, and... I reckon I've never had to defend for 94 minutes. But <laughs> I did defend for 94 minutes and we won one there and it was a very good feeling um, to do it again with a, my local club um, with such good mates to do it with as well. People that I've played all through my career. Um, yeah, that was that was a very special moment. So, yeah, that was definitely my highlight of my uh, career so far. Oh, I mean, that, that's, that's incredible. Uh, we just love love those stories of, you know, underdogs and yeah. you know, make, making... We're definitely underdogs that day. <laughs> I mean, they were playing Southern League Prem at the time. I think they were winning like 5-6-0 every week. So when they turned up with their first team, obviously we were thinking <laughs> could be in for a long night. <laughs> they were in for a long night, but we beat them. So um, that was brilliant. I mean, that's, that's what we love about football. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's there's certainly uh, stories similar to that in, in Villa's history. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's been a lifelong supporter of Villa. Yeah, yeah, ever since I was five or six. I think I started supporting Villa, actually, when we played in the uh, Coca-Cola Cup final. I think it was against Man United and we beat them 3-1. And ever since then, I thought... Do you know what? I reckon this team are going to win a lot of trophies. <laughs> Unfortunately, it never really worked out like that. And I'm now 32, and yeah, I don't think we've won much more than that, to be fair. But I'll keep supporting them until the day I die. So yeah. um, that's all that matters. I'll keep supporting them through thick and thin. Do you, do you remember the, the first game you would you be going yeah, to? Yeah, I've been to Villa Park a few times. Um, the first memory of the thing, I didn't go there for a little while, so it was probably. Blackburn Rovers in the League Cup semi-final. We beat them 5-4 on the night, I think it was. And that was pretty, um, pretty amazing game to go to, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, that was probably my um, yeah first memory I can remember, anyway, of going up to Villa Park. Oh, that's, that's pretty special. I mean, Liam, you're, you're a Villa <laughs> fan. Um, 
Is there a first memory of Villa Park <coughs> for you? My first game was uh, when we beat Hull City 2 1 back in 2013. Um, but yeah, no, that was my first ever game at Villa Park. And since then, I've been uh, to Wembley twice with them, lost both times. Bad luck, Trump. Back in 2015, lost 4 0. And then back in 2020, just before COVID, in the Carabao Cup final, yeah. lost 2 1. Um, this season, I've seen them once went away to Southampton with them. Again, lost 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, believe it or not, I've been to, been to games at Villa Park where we've won. So yeah. I, I actually went to Wembley when we beat Derby in the um, oh, really? playoff final. Oh, I wanted to go to that game. Yeah, yes. so um, I got tickets for that, luckily. And, um, that was a really yeah, good a day. day. That was what a day. really good day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... It's certainly a, a club with a good history um, behind it, and, and, and to see those moments win as an Arsenal fan, um, uh, should I mention? Um, yeah. I, I, I've enjoyed watching my club and sharing those moments is yeah. something special. Uh, and here, here, here's the two big questions: What's the best moment as a Villa fan? Probably, to be fair, going up to. Um, to watch us beat Derby in the playoff final was a pretty special day. So, yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. And, and for you, Liam? Is there I'd a... have to say promotion as well. Yeah. Yeah, we, were, we were in the Championship for a few seasons and yeah. we, we were a big club. We deserved the Premier League. And, yeah, it's a really, really good day for us. And, and <clears throat> along with that, the lowest moment? Getting relegated from the Premier League. <laughs> it's Same. pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty dark. Dark that day, was, that. That was a poor season. 16 yeah. points is... Yeah, like that. it wasn't good. So yeah, I'd say definitely the lowest yeah. moment. Uh, and I mean, this is a tongue-in-cheek question from 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 me. We asked this as a maybe about uh, mm. Tottenham. Can Villa win something? And if so, when and what? Um, I'd have to say at the moment, <laughs> Premier League is unlikely. So <laughs> it's going to have to probably be a League Cup or an FA Cup. Um. I'm still not sure about Gerard yet. He's got a lot of. I'm not. I'm still not sure if he's the right man. But if it's anything, if we're going to win anything, it's going to have to come from a League Cup or an FA Cup. And I'd say I'd give him two or three seasons, and you'll see us lifting that FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, you think um, similarly? Or I, I think yeah, I think I'd say the League Cup again. You yeah. know, proved a couple of seasons ago that. You know, losing two one to Man City, probably the best team in England at the moment. Uh, in the final, when just a few weeks before that final, we, we got smashed six one at home by them. Yeah. You know, it just proves that we can compete for the best. But again, maybe just a few more seasons, a couple, couple, a couple of seasons, we'll be doing something. Yeah, I mean, that's always the hope as us, us fans, isn't it? That there's, there's yeah, something down the road. It, I mean, Premier League's about fifteen seasons away. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, you know. I guess all fans of the Premier League clubs are, oh, yeah, we're going to win the Premier League next season, we're going to win everything next season. You know, every fan has that hope that I guess some teams are more realistic than others. Yeah. I, I, yeah, there's definitely a, 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 has been the last couple of seasons, it all seems like a monopoly for the, for the title. Yeah, um, I think. But I'm, I'm optimistic that there is hope on the horizon for other teams to sneak a title. Yeah, let's so. It would be nice to see a team other than, you know, Big six win. You know, we saw it with Leicester yeah. back in 2015-16. It's quite refreshing that one. Yeah, exactly. to see someone like that win it. So let's hope, you know, that, that does happen again. Yeah, club, in our club, 
club that's not spending millions and millions and millions on players, you know, a yeah. team that practically came up in the Championship won the Premier League. Yeah. Well, before we uh, we, we end up in uh, the quagmire of uh, money and uh, oil money and supporting financially yeah. teams, uh, let's head on to, to next season what that entails for the club and for you. Um, so we're, we're going to ask a little bit of a cheeky question, but I think you've already confirmed it, so we should be all right to, to hmm. ask. Uh, does does Ian Jeffrey does he play for Wanstead Town next season? Yeah, hundred percent. How many teams do you reckon you've got left in Do you know what? I'll go season from season. I think yeah. Yeah. I'll just go with next season, and hundred percent I'll be in next season. I've unfinished business with the football club, and um, I got to get this football club up before I retire. Is so. that is, are you going to retire once you get? Yeah, uh, I don't. Year. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Love to see, but um, I definitely need to get this club into step five. So, yeah, and we're, we're thankful. We're we'll going anywhere. Um, so we'll be uh, we'll back down here next season, looking out Over for. Away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we as lads, like I, I go for all of our football club. Um, it, we really appreciate your support home and away. You've been fantastic for us. And, Got the flag up behind the goal. Yeah. And, you know, just spurs us on to go and do something special. So um, from all the lads, we really appreciate it. I've said I've said constantly throughout the season. You know, I prefer to pay five pounds for my local club 100%. rather than spend seventy quid on you know football that you can get five quid. Yeah. On you know winning yeah. the street and warming it. You know. Hundred percent. I'll be the same when I finish football. Well, you know, and hopefully I have kids and stuff, and I'll be down here with my. Um, family and go and support my local club because it's very important to get out there and support your local club because they need they need um boosted money just as much as anyone i'll get ian jeffrey there lobby. <laughs> yeah yeah get me on it <laughs> and, and what's what are you most looking forward to next season um just building on what we've done this season really um and just seeing how far we can go um Hopefully, well, I really want to win the league next season, so we'll be going all out for that. But um, yeah, that'll be the plan. That'll be the plan. Well, I, I, I put down here how welcome all this to do, but yeah, go and go and win it. Go and win it. That's that's go the, and win it. That's the, uh, the what we're looking for. Um, and I mean, that's what we love about this project—the <laughs> the ambition that's there at the moment, and, and long may that continue. Um, but general football chat: mm. the the important questions. Um, or probably least important, but we, we like we like to ask them anyway because we like we like opinions. Um, but if you could name a, a, a five-a-side team, anybody yep. in history, yep. who goes in in Jeffrey's five-a-side? Team? Well, there's a few Italians in this one. Ooh. So we've got Buffon in goal, Cannavaro centre half, and you've got Perlo because he's just unbelievable. Um, and then we're going to go with. Messi. Why missed out Messi, Ronaldo. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, Messi. Yeah, Messi and Ronaldo up front. And you got Perlo pulling the strings and Cannavaro all on the centre half at the back. So, yeah, I think that's pretty decent. If I was fighting, <laughs> <team, laughs> take some beating. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a pretty strong team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Liam will. Does anybody you you'd swap out, swap in, swap out? Yes, um, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's a pretty solid team to be 
Keeper. Um, Messi and Ronaldo will cause all sorts of problems. <laughs> <in front>. um, <laughs> Probably put Van Dijk in there. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe, um, yeah, maybe swap out, but maybe another defender. But yeah. I'd say that's quite a strong five-side team. Uh, and we're going to ask you, we've asked most people yeah. so uh, on the pod so far this season, who wins the Premier League, the Champions League and the World Cup um, coming up? I reckon the Premier League next season will be Liverpool. I think City will win it this season. Um, Champions League, I hope Man City win it next season. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go Man City. And then I'd love to say England. World Cup winners, but I think if you look at the squad of France, I can't see past them. I think France will win it. Um, doing, yeah. doing, doing two in a row? Yeah, I, I just think you look at that squad. I know they didn't really turn up for the Euros, but I just think you can't look past them, yeah. to be honest. I'll, I'll be uh, hoping and. Um, yeah, I'll be hoping for England will do it, but um, yeah, I can see France. I mean, there's always the World Cup. Out, out in the group stages, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> we can hope. Yes, so, so. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, you put both of them in your five-side team, but now we're going we're gonna to pin you down and ask, Messi or Ronaldo, who's Messi. the best? Messi, yep. And Messi for me, just because... Um, I mean, Ronaldo can do more than him. His head in him, that's unbelievable. Um, so all round, probably Ronaldo. But I think Messi, when I was growing up, watching him just... You know, you'd have four or five players on him and you just get past them like they're not even there. So, um, I'd definitely go Messi. And when he was playing for Barca in that side, I don't think you'd get a better side than what Barca had in 2010. Um, plus, so, yeah, I'd go, I'd go Messi, definitely. Liam, do you go Messi? Yeah. Yeah? I, I mean, I think we're all in uh, yeah. agreement here. Yeah. Messi is the one. I'm surprised <laughs> I put you two with us every now and then, but yeah, uh, Messi. Messi, Messi there's, there's something about what I'm you're pretty sure Messi for. scored like 90 yeah, goals in a calendar year he's yeah. a joke he's, he's something else uh, and if, it, if it's different from above who's the best player playing right now before he went to the African Nations I would have said Salah so I'm going to say Salah still uh, I think he's an unbelievable player um, couldn't do everything and yeah I'd go Salah at the moment I, I, I mean, that would probably be Marshall, maybe on current form, maybe Benzema. Just yeah, he's <laughs> unbelievable as well. Yeah. There's a few you could name, but I'm going to go with Mo. Yeah. Uh, and Liam, you got a. Again, there's so many to choose yeah, from. There's um, a lot. I think we're blessed to live in an era with so many, so many good players. Um, yeah, I can't choose just one, I'm afraid. No, it's not for the political answer. <laughs> That's <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we're going to go on to our probably our, our more important questions um, and you know, the, the um, big issues that arise behind football. Um, but what's why is non-league football so important? Because it brings communities together, um, people that might be struggling day-to-day life um, have that two hours down um, down Warminster or down Westbury or wherever they go and watch their local football to have those two hours where they just get away from whatever's going on in their life and um, just get, get out and enjoy watching a bit of football and yeah that's really important to have that time away from your struggles or whatever's going on in your life basically so um, really important and obviously the money side of it get down and like we've said before get down have a beer have a burger 
and um, put some money back into the football club is really important as well. Without a doubt, I mean, I think me and Liam would agree that National League is, is yeah, it's, you know, you, you're paying five quid, and yeah, and arguably you see better football sometimes <laughs> exactly. than you would if you went and watched Bristol City. You've got to pay twenty quid to go and watch. Then sometimes it's no brainer to come down there and watch Warminster for five, five or another beer with your mate. And yeah, I, I think that's just good. Seeing Bristol City too many yeah. times this season, I can concur. Sometimes it is. And is there a, what? What is the biggest issue facing football? I personally, from local football, I would say money. Um, I do worry about um, local football teams um, going out of business just because financially they don't have enough investment in them um, it's not it's not just for behind the bar and stuff it's for little things like having cones out on a Saturday and things that people don't see um, programs and all that sort of stuff that goes with it um, not having the money to do that so yeah I do think that is the biggest problem in football is not having enough money for these smaller clubs yeah. whereas it seems to always go to the big clubs and they, you know, they've got billions of pounds and they don't know what to spend their money on, whereas clubs like Warminster and Malksham and that, you know, where's the, money, where's the money for them to carry on sort of thing? So I do worry about that. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's an issue that this football club and many others have battled over the course of... Especially with COVID and then, yeah. 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 Lack of games, yeah, that is... the. Game, having games on and having people come in the door is what keeps many clubs definitely going. So, uh, definitely. Uh, and and on that note, why why should someone come and volunteer their time at a local football club? Why should they do it? Because I don't think I think it's important they do or try to get involved because you see the benefits you give to the players. The, Chairman and that, the smiles you put on people's faces. I know it's out of their own time, but I think you do get something back in that way where you are really appreciated for doing, spending your time up here. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's one of the reasons to go and put your time into volunte- volunteering. Um, yeah. Well, that, without a doubt, I mean, we personally, you know, you said about the, the appreciation of the chairman and the players and that. Yeah, we, we do, we that. really appreciate it. I think that's one good thing I would say about our players is you can tell that we appreciate little things like mm. your vlogs. Boys love looking at them. Um, programs getting done. Um, the chairman doing little things on a match day, maybe putting bottles of water out for us. Just little things that help us um, carry on with our performances and stuff. Anybody can be a part of that, and, and anybody can just do those, those kind of things. And, and our final question for you is: What advice do you have for someone who wants to play for for a local side? Um, go and do it. Basically, I think it's good for your your mental side of, and your fi- and your physical. You go and enjoy your football. Um, and just get involved with local community and 
you make friends along the way. I mean, my best mates have come through football. So, um, yeah, go and get involved and just enjoy enjoy being out and enjoy running about, basically. Yeah. What better way to, to, to finish the podcast today, uh, you know, talking about the enjoyment of football and what, what, what we get from it and what anybody can come and get from, from the, uh, the local game. Um, and, and we just want to say thank you, Ian, for coming uh, on. It's been a pleasure, mate. Um, no problem. Enjoyed watching you this season. We'll be back up here next season looking out for your, your number on the pitch. Um, I'm sure we won't have to look too well. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear me from a mile away. I was going to say, if we don't see yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you. But if you haven't already, we'd love it if you followed the podcast back in the net on Spotify and on Apple. And also like and subscribe on the YouTube channel, Weymouth Street Massive, on YouTube. Go find it. Go subscribe. Go join the Weymouth Street Massive. And if you can, make it down to Warminster Town and come see a game because it's well, well worth it. Thank you very much. I've been Ben. We've had Liam with us and Ian Jeffrey. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Cheers, guys. Bye.